Hello everyone. I wish I could be with you today, but you know, because of COVID-19, uh, we live now in a new reality. Hopefully next year we will be there together where we can sit down, have a meal together and talk about all the many issues that are affecting not only sugar, but also all of agriculture. We've been very fortunate. The sugar prices have been holding, you know, pretty steady. Uh, and when we look at the overall programs that we have, it's very, very, very important that we maintain the current sugar program. And so as we move forward, I think we're going to have a, a good year. Uh, you know, we've had so far pretty mild weather. You know, we've had a couple of storms. We haven't had any major hurricanes. Uh, but so when you look at what is going on overall, world agriculture supply and demand, uh, right now there are a lot of supply chain disruptions going on across the world. And I think we're going to see that. Uh, specifically, if you look at India is going to be utilizing, you know, more of their sugar, you know, for ethanol, it looks like. And of course, uh, the, what's going on with world trade with China and Brazil and the United Kingdom, I think there's a lot of opportunities for us to ship a lot of products across the world. We're also working very hard, and I know uh, that the use of Extendamax and other dicamba dual trade products are important in the sugar industry. One of the things that we've done is that I've made a ruling that if you have the product, go ahead and use it. Uh, and also, uh, one of the things I talked with and specifically dealing with not only the EPA uh, here in, out of our regional office in Dallas, but also in Washington, D.C., and the USDA, is that we have to rapidly work together to get a new registration of these dual trade products. Because I know they're very, very important for the sugar industry. Uh, and, and it's very important that we have these particular products. Uh, and so we are working together so that we don't really have a disruption in your ability to use whatever products you need, whatever tools that you need. And again, uh, Director Wheeler with the EPA, he and I, we're, we're good friends. We have open line of communication and they have assured us that they're going to work very hard, not only in this registration, but also the other products that are coming down the line so that they will be available for you to use them when you need them. And so overall for agriculture, I think we're in a good spot. I think we're going to see a rise in commodity prices if we can keep the world economy moving in a positive direction. We've seen the markets improve. We've seen the Dow Jones improve. We've seen oil prices starting to move forward. More people going back to work. Uh, we are now in the next phase of COVID-19 where America is going back to work. And of course, we've seen a surge. We've seen a surge, especially in the utilization of sugar and other products. People are rediscovering their kitchens. And I think as we get the restaurants going and we have more people at home doing baking and other things, I think we're going to see a greater demand for our product. I want to thank you what you do. I really do. I mean, you're, you're part of what makes Louisiana Great. I've been working with Governor John Bell Edwards and the legislature. We have a number of task forces that are in place that are working simultaneously. One is the Rural Revitalization Task Force that was actually set up at the beginning of the year. And now we have the Resilient Louisiana Commission. And I am co-chair on the agriculture, food and agricultural parts of those task forces where we are looking specifically at one broadband, broadband internet for all of Louisiana everywhere. Get that. That's got to be in place. Two, our labor needs, H2A and H2B. That's a big ticket item. Third is infrastructure needs. How do we have the infrastructure to get your product from where you harvested it to where the consumer needs it? How do we work all of that together? How do we make 
those investments. Rural education, rural health care, how do we get trained workers? One of the exciting things that the Louisiana Workforce Commission is now committed that they are going to put a person, strictly an agricultural person, working in through Louisiana Workforce Commission to identify workers to get them not only through training but also into the agricultural industries so we, where we have a supply of workers so we can move all of this forward. Uh, also, we are now in our first special session. We're going to have another special session probably this fall around September where we're going to be looking at these specific infrastructure type of projects and how we get that done. I want to thank the Ag Centers for all the work that they do, getting the information from the scientists into your hands so that we can continue to be the most efficient producers of sugar and food products in the world.